0: What is going on, you guys? Welcome back to Down to the Wire. I'm Brian Costa. And I'm Tyler Stringfellow. And welcome in to the 100th episode of Down to the Wire. Ooh, clap, 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 clap. Yeah, absolutely. Let's give it a round of a hand. Yeah,
1: round, round of applause. Round of applause. Good,
0: good round of a hand right there. First of all, the 100 episodes for Down to the Wire. It's incredible to say it. I am so glad to finally you know get to this milestone and acknowledge everything going on with this tyler i know that i've brought you on now for probably about the last couple last couple episodes i know you've been along for you know the for you know a good part of it so far uh you know obviously uh you know going if for me being able to reflect back on down to the wire at the beginning i can tell you that it has transformed dramatically in the time that is that it's been here and i know for you it's you know even in the 10 or so episodes that you've been here it's transformed as well uh it's a very it's a very interesting thing because of everything that's gone on with it. Uh, I ended up starting down to the wire with my, with two of my, with two of my other friends fr- my freshman year, uh, Tyler Tucker and Carter Adams. I started with, started with them in this very studio. I did my first ever episode sitting in this very chair, talking to them about everything going on. And I've been able to interview athletes of, of amateur and professional status. I've interviewed comedians. I've had the opportunity to talk with so many great guests and bring on so many incredible people including yourself to the show and it has been an incredible ride so far I am so excited for what I have coming next but Tyler I'll I'll get I'll pass it off to you with your thoughts on the fact that a hundred episodes into a podcast your thoughts
1: I mean that that's pretty cool I mean I'm proud of you man you 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 started something that you wanted to I mean obviously look what it's turned out to be yeah is, I mean this is
0: this is cool yeah I mean it's a hundred episodes it's, and this,
1: this is cool it's a cute it's a cu- huge milestone this is really you're having a blast doing this. I'm oh, having I, a blast doing this. Yeah, no. What's better than that? What's better than talking sports with your buds, having a good time, and creating some content for people? Absolutely. I mean, so it's a good time.
0: I mean, listen, I love it, especially because uh, back in high school, I was very into journalism. That was my big forte. I loved, I loved writing. I mean, I still consider myself uh, to love to love writing. I haven't done it as much, at least on the creative side, but I've I used to really like writing about sports and doing stuff like that. I would go on. I would go out and try to report on stuff and write and write columns and articles about it. And it was something that was always interesting to me. I mean, once I got to Bryant University, I joined the student newspaper my my first semester because that was something I was really interested in. WJMF was interesting to me, but I never got involved with with it until my second semester. The idea of starting a radio show was something on my mind And I remember thinking, Oh, how the heck am I going to get this off the ground? I didn't know how I wanted to start it. And how do I, how do I get the ball rolling? Eventually I ended up learning that it, it only took like a 10 minute training session. I learned how to do it. And I basically just took off with it from there. I was able to really just go for, go for it. And it was, it was very easy. And listen when i started i i had no idea where it was going to go from there because when i went in i had zero recording recording equipment i literally would yeah. just come in here with my friends we were talking into these we were talking to these silver mics and essentially we're just like talking into the void i had no idea what was going to happen i had no i had no idea of recording it or doing anything thing like that uh, eventually i was able to recover some of my early recordings i have my first ever episode on audio which is something oh, wow. that i something that i do really cherish especially being able to hear all the differences
1: it's a, huge, uh, it's, it's, it's a huge milestone
0: absolutely i don't know if you can actually pull up the podcast on your phone i could play a little bit of the first ever, of the first ever episode and see what it sounded like i i don't know if you have spotify or whatnot but no,
1: I, don't, I don't i don't do spotify. i'm an apple music guy do you have an apple podcast no
0: ah uh, okay so i i can't pull it up for, for you guys right now but i, gotta I download it though yeah no it, it, uh, it's, it's it takes up a lot of your data it, Never mind. It, it
1: is a data. Tr- I don't, I don't, I don't want that thing popping up on your phone that says like delete, you, you don't have enough storage on your iPhone. It, exactly. Get
0: it, out of here. I, the, the Apple podcast app does that. So yeah, it, you have to choose one. Unfortunately it's, I, it, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's very, very tough, but I'm lucky enough that I've been able to do it for so long and get into it now. And, you know, being able to talk with so many athletes and so many different people, it's been amazing. Uh, you know, I know you've only not been on it for a shorter time, for a shorter time this far but what have been some of your you know favorite moments so far
1: um definitely I I mean it's hard to pinpoint one of them because we've had so much fun yeah but definitely one of my highlights was last week with um is Ethan yeah it was Ethan Ethan yeah Ethan came on and I was like all right who do you want Schwarber or Martinez on the count of three let's yeah, say yeah, who yeah. we want and we both disagreed and it was hilarious <laughs> but you know it, it was funny I thought it was funny because I thought it was something different. To be yeah, like, let's get each other's opinions real quick.
0: And listen, with, with a podcast, that's what I like. I like yeah. I like new things. I like new ideas and trends. You gotta be
1: you gotta be a little different. You gotta separate yourself from everybody else. And I think you definitely, you know, from the short time I've been here, we've you know, it's it's grown a little bit. Absolutely, and that's from the time I've been here. I haven't been here for so long, so I can't imagine how much it's grown since you started this podcast. Yeah, and I mean, I'm it's I- it's awesome. It's cool. It's cool to see somebody like being proud of their work. And, yeah. I don't know I'm all for it. I mean I love it so much. I'm incredibly proud of how of how far
0: it's come and I'm really excited for where it's going to go from there. Yeah. My my favorite parts have been able to, you know, go out and you know, find, find new people and talk about their stories and talk about why, why they got into sports, what got them interested and, you know, talk with people of all levels. I talked with, you know, Sean Burke, who's a draft pick of the Chicago white Sox. I talked with Matt McCarthy, who's a professional comedian over, uh, and has worked in, has worked in movies with guys like Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell. I've been able to talk with a lot of guys so far and it's, incredible the relationships that i've been able to maintain and is incredible so obviously to That's everyone awesome. to everyone who's been here along the way to everyone who's been on it thank you guys so much it's been an incredible ride uh but getting into it now i want i do want to talk about some stuff in the sports world so here we go baby absolutely here we so go. the first thing i want to talk to you we we were hinting at it in our previous episodes and the ball has finally dropped in. Odell Beckham Jr has made up his decision and he is and he is now signed with the oh, Los Angeles Rams. Thank God.
1: Oh, Thank God he's not here. Oh, come on, man. No, no, I, no, no. Get get that come on, man out of here. No, no, no. I'm glad he's not here. Listen, I'm so happy he's not here. Listen, I don't know. I the the, the what what's the I don't know. I are, are the Rams, Tell me what's
0: what's the I don't know. The Rams already have so much. They so? are Okay, they already have so much. And listen, I'm a Boston guy. I Listen, I was talking about, nah. like, the Rams being, like, a, a team that's, like, a fun team to root for. Yes, you feel great for Stafford, which I do. I've, I'm, I'm interested in everything going on. But I don't know. O- Odell Beckham Jr. in L.A., of all the teams that he could go to, L.A. is where the – is he's a circus act in general. So the fact that he's going to basically the city where all those circus acts thrive – it's, it's probably one of the biggest markets in the sports world, L.A. Absolutely. Listen, the listen, it's fitting that that a clown is going that that him as a clown is going out <laughs> there. But as well. but like, I, I don't know, I, I, I would have been interested to see him in, in other situations. I think him with the Packers could have been could have been a cool fit to see him work with Aaron Rodgers. Now, I guess he ended up turning down the Packers because he didn't want to deal with their front office, which. You know, with everything going on with Rogers and the way they've handled that situation, yeah, he, he may have a point, which you know I wouldn't ever ever have imagined. For yeah, a but guy they like low they lowballed
1: him. Yeah, they big time lowballed him. They were like, we're going to give you the veterans minimum, and then apparently they were like negotiating because that's what you know happens yeah, with yeah, a, yeah. with a deal like that. And they were negotiating with, and apparently they were negotiating with um OBJ's camp, <laughs> and they you good? You're yeah, I'm fine. don't, don't die on me now. I'm not dying.
0: On don't you. Die on Go me. ahead. Go but ahead. anyway,
1: he um. Apparently, they, did, they weren't budging at all. They were like, veterans minimum, that's it, man. You're like You're not getting yeah. a dime more. And he apparently was not pleased with that, which led him to signing with the Rams. Because you, if you looked at his list, it was the Saints, the Packers. Who was the third? There was a third, uh, was a
0: third team. Saints, Packers. I think the Seahawks might have been involved.
1: I think the Seahawks were involved. The
0: Seahawks were involved, but I don't think it was on his list. Mm, not too sure, then. <clears throat> I'd, have to, I'd have to take another I, look. Was it Ravens?
1: Uh, the Ravens chiefs. Okay. Yeah. It yes. was the chiefs, the saints. Yes. And the Packers, the Packers low balled him. So he was like, like, no, I'm not going to green Bay. If you guys are just going to lowball me like that. And apparently went to LA. Yeah. But I, I like, I like the move one. Cause I like Matthew Stafford. I'm all in for them. I, you can't hate Matthew Stafford for your football. Listen, fan.
0: you can't hate Matthew Stafford but at the same time. Like
1: do they need him? Is the question. Yeah, but I have him I, on my fantasy team. I don't so really, I can't I, wait to see what happens.
0: I don't really think you need him in, in LA. I think Matthew Stafford is doing his job already. I mean, they have had themselves a hell of the past two weeks. I mean, they went out and got Von Miller for essentially nothing, and now they're signing Odell Beckham Jr. I mean, his his salary he can earn up to four point to four point two five million, but that's if he hits every single incentive bonus. I believe his base salary it's seven hundred fifty thousand. Which listen, that's that's nothing to that's nothing to play with. Like like I would. I'd happily I'd kill for that money. I, I'd happily take seven hundred fifty thousand hey. dollars right now. I'd, oh yeah. I don't know what I. Would I'm broke. For, so. I don't know what I'd do for that money, but I would do some stuff. But listen, <laughs> I, 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 would, I, would, I would gladly take seven hundred fifty thousand dollars if it was was given in front of me. But in the world of the NFL, that's really not that much. I mean,
1: no, it's not, for, well, especially
0: for a guy like OBJ. Exactly for him. But and I guess I guess five hundred thousand dollars of of his uh, incentives is based on them winning a Super Bowl. So if he if they if they win it all, then he gets go get that ring, baby. Yeah, then he gets half a, a ring. So listen, he listen, it's an incredible deal. I think that the Rams are in it, are gonna be in an amazing place. But again, just remember, this is all to beat a forty-four year old. Yeah, this is all to beat a forty-four. year old All to beat Tom Brady,
1: literally. You can't beat Tom Brady, so you're gonna go trade for Von Miller, trade for Odell Beckham Jr., sign Jalen Ramsey to a contract, sign Aaron Donald to a contract, trade for Matthew Stafford. You know you're gonna uh, yeah. yeah. I mean that, that's a lot of that's a lot of talent. Yeah, it's oh draft stra- uh, trade for Sony Michelle, who's a pretty solid running back in my mind.
0: Yeah, I mean he, I,
1: I haven't liked him since
0: since their super, since the Patriots Super Bowl season though he's kind of fallen off in my opinion.
1: Yeah, but he needed the right situation. I think L. A. is a solid situation for him. He's not the number one running back as mm-hmm. Daryl Henderson is, yeah. but he's he's a solid key piece. And I don't know, I I like the Rams this year, but to beat Tom Brady you had to do all that like I mean wow I mean it's still wow not, Sean it's McVay still, it's
0: still not guaranteed yet they could end up like they could end up like a team like the 2000 I think it was like eight Eagles or just like any of these like any of these you know super teams that just fall that fall short and yeah they, time. I mean if if they go out in like the first or second round if they like if they can't even make it to like the conference championship game I mean is their GM just out the door like I, I I
1: I feel like it could be but just because they're all in on this year but I feel like with the, with the players they got, I mean, it's they could they could win next year as well because all these players could be here next year. You never know. I mean, they I mean could, OBJ could sign to a smaller deal next year, Von Miller could stay. I mean, listen, yeah, Von Miller, and that's all that they're
0: losing. Von Miller could stay, but when it came to the Von Miller trade, they I don't know, there's a lot going on
1: with that. So I think there's a lot. To, there's just a lot going on in LA, exactly. They got a lot of superstars, mm-hmm, yeah. but, sorry, superstars. <laughs> yeah, so listen.
0: I, th- I frankly would have thought OBJ New England would have been no, pretty fun. No, I, no. I think Belichick can get guys under control. That's no, why. not
1: this guy. Why not? Now, this guy is a grade A clown. Okay. But clown. Do you listen. want me to spell it? See, C- Don't make me spell it. I okay. don't know if I can spell uh, it. C-C-L-O-W-N. <laughs> C-L-O-W-N. <laughs> clown. I killed the ladies. Oh, you know, my man, God. Jesus Christ clown don't make me spell it oh my god clown but listen. anyway i spelt it actually let me let me tell you this my, this is just a joke on me real quick but i was at practice today and my friend looked over at me and she was like just randomly you know if you could have a superpower what would you have and i i pushed off the wall i did one lap and i'm, I'm thinking about it and i'm like all right when she touches well what, what would be my superpower and i look at her and i'm like to learn to read and she just burst out laughing she was like oh my god you're like floyd mayweather out here <laughs> literally but anyway I don't want OBJ here just because he's, he's a cancer, man. The guy just goes wherever team he goes, he blows it up.
0: Yeah. But he had Eli,
1: he had Eli Manning. He blew up Eli Manning. I mean, listen, he had what was left of Eli Manning, but it doesn't matter. OBJ is a loser. He plays like a loser still. He hasn't proven to me that he can play. I think, Oh, listen, I'm not
0: disagreeing with you on OBJ's mentality. I think he's I think he's a crybaby as well. I'm not I'm not some OG,
1: I'm not some OBJ sympathizer. I feel like I'm, OB, I feel like crybaby is like being nice.
0: Yeah. Well listen, I'm not a sympathizer of Odell Beckham Jr. Uh. I, I I I'm not like I'm not like all I don't think he, I'm not like all world about him and all his and all of his antics. But listen. I think that Bill Belichick has a track record of being able to get guys under control. Antonio Brown is his own story because I think Antonio Brown was in the, in the middle of like a mental breakdown, which I don't think, Od- which I don't think Odell Beckham jr. Is in. I listen, you look at a key to Garrett, look at it. Well, i keep to leave. Randy Moss, a lot of guys. He was able to get under control. I mean, the only other guy that you really want to throw out there, which I don't really think you want to name at this point is Aaron Hernandez. Like, I, but listen, That guy had his own freaking problems. I I, like
1: Ah, two two
0: extremes. I mean, just to be honest with you. So let's just be honest here. Uh, Bill Belichick has the track record of being able to take relatively troubled players with, 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 with a lot of baggage and turn them in and turn them into quality players
1: and, and basically take the talent and nothing else. Okay. Here's the deal. You just compared him to Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown is one of the greatest receivers I've watched in this generation. Said, At least my generation. I'm talking personality. But it does. But listen. But 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 okay. So you're gonna trade for a player on his personality? No, you're gonna play it based. You're gonna trade for somebody based on their their playing ability. Okay. So then, OBJ has just been on a downfall. Okay, okay but ever you, since okay, he, but but, but, the wait, Giants hold. traded him because he was on a downfall, I almost just knocked over I, that. I thing. was about to say. But calm down, Tyler. <laughs> but he's on a downfall. He was already on a downfall when he left the Giants. That's yeah. why the Browns trade. That's why the, they traded him away. Yeah. goes to the Browns, gets Baker Mayfield who is a solid quarterback. Okay. He's one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the league. I can't remember the percentage, but he's very accurate. Now. You mean to tell me that Baker Mayfield can't get on the ball? No, dude, you can't get open. Okay, but you can't get any separation but you, and you he he drops everything. Hmm? I do not want him here. Randy Moss had was 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 decent. In Oakland, he wasn't what he used to be. Obviously, when he came from the Minnesota Vikings to the Raiders, that's when we, he got traded from the Raiders. Here, he was still he was still decent. He was still Randy Randy Moss. He proved it. How long? I can't even remember how long he was in Minnesota for his first stint with Minnesota. He stayed for like what six years, six seven. years? Pretty much. It's a long time. OBJ was with the Giants like four years. I mean, at the same time, though. and then left. Listen, I got, got traded, but Antonio Brown was coming off a pretty decent, decent year. Just had a lot of the mental things, but he could still play OBJ. I haven't seen, he hasn't proven that he can still play at the rookie
0: level. He played at when he was a rookie. I mean, but listen, you, you made your argument on not wanting to sign o, o, OBJ because he was a, a quote clown,
1: but he is a clown.
0: Okay. But he still was, has, he's, was,
1: he's the, a clown that can't play. Oh, Antonio Brown was a clown that could play. I mean, I'd rather take a clown that can play than a clown that can't. I mean at the same time though why would you why would you pay for a clown if he can't perform? I mean if you're only what? paying $750,000 like I, but is it I, even worth it if you have a rookie quarterback and you can go and mess his, mess him up mentally? I mean he's performing very well. This team is performing very well. Their new additions are starting to ball out. Um Matthew Judon j- j- speaks for himself. Is Matthew Judon catching passes? But listen to me, listen to me. I'm just talking to you. Don't give me that. Look. Matthew, Don't give me is that. Matthew,
0: is Matthew Judon going deep on fly routes? All right. I mean, let, All, right. Let me know.
1: All right. Let me know. All right. All right. Smart guy. Yeah. Now, Nelson Aguilar, they've been, he's been performing. Kendrick yeah. Bourne has been performing. Yeah. John o. Smith still hasn't proven in any proven really much. But Hunter Henry is bawling right yeah. now. I wanted to make this a point. Brandon Bolden. Where did he come from? Yeah. He, like He's been on this team for a long time. If you're a true New England fan, you notice him. He's mm-hmm. a big special teams guy. He's huge. Love that guy. But I, as a running back, I was like, he can't really play running back. But lately, oh my god, they man burst out, burst, burst out of out of the gate against the Panthers. Like one of the very first run plays, just burst out for like a twenty yard run. I'm like, who is this guy? Mm-hmm. Caught in a caught a beautiful pass in the second quarter. I'm pretty sure from Matt Jones. And he, he he's he's been balling out. We don't need Odell Beckham Jr. But, and two, we don't need his personality here screwing with our young quarterback and our young team. We don't need it. I mean, listen, you
0: can you can say he's call Mac a young quarterback all you want, but I think he's mentally sound enough that he can handle a little bit of drama. i I think that I do I think that Mac, yeah, he's a young kid, obviously. like he is a rookie. But I think that he's mentally tougher than a lot of these, a lot of these other guys. If the, if we had Zach Wilson right now, I wouldn't want I wouldn't want a guy like Odell Beckham Jr. because I think Zach Wilson will fold under anything right now. Especially, you know, he's in that terrible New York at, New York ass. I feel bad for him. Whatever whatever talent he actually has, I think is going to get zapped John. from him. It's I, I think mean, it's already gone. It, it's it's a, it's like Sam Darnold. I think that Sam Darnold at USC had a promising career ahead of him, but the Jets zapped whatever confidence, whatever whatever talent he, he had. It couldn't compensate for like for all the bad teachings that the jets have, if, if we had that kind of an atmosphere, then yeah, I wouldn't want that. But I think we have Mm -hmm. a, I think we have a
1: good built. I think we have a good program around us. We do. We do. But I still don't want OBJ here. He's just something we don't need. It's not worth the risk because he can't play anymore. I mean, what's the risk? There's, there's my hot. What's the the OBJ is washed up. What's the risk? The risk is ruining Mac Jones. Okay. Wasting money we don't need to be spending. 750, making, seven hundred fifty. Yeah. Making me, ma- making move, ma- wasting money. That's just wasted, and, and I don't care if it's a dollar, dude. That's a dollar we don't need to spend. I'm cheap. Sorry. Okay. Anyway, um, we spent too much money as it is. Yeah. But it's but it's working out. I and mean, we spent two hundred. We spent two hundred million dollars in free agency. I think. Yeah, and it's th- starting to show. Kendrick Bourne has been playing. Nelson Aguilar has been playing well. Jacoby Myers is still. I love him. He's got he's got a couple flaws, but still hasn't he, got a touchdown. He still it, that just blows my mind. That, that, but that's so he's crazy. still young. These guys are young. And I, I'm pretty sure Nelson Aguilar, he might not be really young, but he's in the middle of the pack, basically. I think he's he, I, don't, I don't think he's 30 yet. But I love I love this. I love this team. I'm beginning to love this team because, like I said, they're young, they're motivated and they're rallying around a young quarterback that when you watch him play, does he look like a rookie? Oh, no, he does not. Looks like a seasoned vet out there running the New England Patriots offense. Let me rephrase. Running the New England Patriots offense looking like a seasoned vet, and he's a rookie. Okay. Tyler, that, that in itself. Tyler, I have to ask you. So, so your hot take is that is that OBJ's washed up? OBJ's a washed up. Okay. Yep. Then you why, hurt, then you why hurt did again.
0: five minutes ago, you, you, you said you're excited to see him on your fantasy team for the Rams.
1: I'm excited to see him. I wasn't really, I wasn't risking to lose. I wasn't risking risking it because he's with Matthew Stafford. Okay. You don't, he's with Matthew Stafford. Okay. I, 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 kid, the guy can get on the ball, but I'm not doubting that, but I don't but, want But, but if he's
0: a wash up receiver that can't catch, then why do you, start, right. why are you still All carrying right. him on your
1: fantasy team? All right. Because yeah, have him on a two game losing streak. And I need every point I can get.
0: Okay. But I, I, I mean, listen, I'm having a terrible I lost, season. I myself. lost Calvin
1: Ridley. Too. Okay.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. And Henry Ruggs. Wow. That is a,
1: and AJ green. Mm. Yeah. that's a... Yeah. Uh, but anyway, th-
0: that's a rough week. I mean, I, I can't lie to you. That- that's a pretty rough week. But- Appreciate it. Oh, but anyway, Jesus Christ. So,
1: yeah, I, I-, I don't think you can play anymore. I, I- I'm-, I'm curious. Maybe I'm I, I hope I'm wrong because I'd love because I- OBJ was amazing when mm. he was like awesome. He's catching everything that was thrown his way and the, those one-handed catches and pre and warm-ups were awesome i mean it was cool a cheat code and in, in, in like madden 17 yeah dude you could just throw it his way and he'd end up with the ball it like, was what? it honestly was too it's like bo jackson yeah from um tech mobile yeah yeah I, I still remember that i that episode of family guy they're like oh let's go play tech mobile okay but you can't be bo jackson he's a cheat code and then peter's just like all right go uh it, it just it, cheated it, i mean literally it's 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 so absurd but, but yeah i'm there there's my take. I think he's washed. Okay. If I
0: mean listen, i I, I think he would have been a, I think he could have been something nice to have in New England, but moving on in NFL news, uh, something something uh, involving the Patriots that I did want to touch on. and you know, sticking with the Patriots is Mac Jones might have a bounty on his head. I,
1: I, Uh, yeah, I I, I think he does. I I think,
0: I think Mac he already did,
1: but now it's bigger.
0: Yeah. I think Mac Jones officially now has a bounty on his head. So 500 bucks. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys saw this, but on in in Sunday's game against the Panthers, Mac Jones was obviously at quarterback for the Patriots fumbled the ball. and, And in the process of doing so Panthers defensive end, Brian Burns was in the play and he didn't end up having the ball, but Mac Jones was seen then in a instant replay video, then twisting burns ankle while he was, de- while Mac was lying on the ground, Burns is still upright. And Jones is seen physically just twisting his ankle almost as almost kind of what, uh, almost a can do in Dominican too. I don't, I don't know if it was him who twisted ankles one before, but it was, si- it was a similar it, act for, where- for,
1: for any, any people that understand wrestling out there. It's like Kurt angles, ankle lock, <laughs> full on twist it. And then he'd hold it. Yeah. It, That's it, basically it, what it was, but, Continue
0: it it, it, and listen it looking back on it. It doesn't look, it didn't look like the nicest play ever by Mac. And it wasn't a dirty play. Yeah. But listen, Burns ended up coming out after the game and he he ends up going, ends up going. All right, listen, I just want an apology for what went down on the field. And I think we can resolve things from there. And Mac, Mac ended up just saying, listen, I thought he had the ball. I was trying to tackle him. And I, I, I don't know. I don't know all the specifics behind that. I don't know whether Mac is lying and he's just, and he was, you know, and maybe Mac is the next maybe Mac Jones is the Grayson Allen of football where he he's like maybe he's secretly dirty and everyone just has and he becomes that guy I don't think I don't think he's the Grayson Allen of football but I don't know is that how he's gonna be pinned now like where he's making all these dirty plays because as soon as he decided he wasn't gonna apologize Brian Burns basically went out and he, he ended up saying he basically ended up saying happy hunting to all of my defensive end brothers I hope that you know, you have some fun against them, and we're playing the we're playing the Cleveland Browns next Sunday. It's going to be interesting game, and now I wonder what's going to happen there. I mean, I'm 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 a little bit nervous as to what's going to happen to Mac
1: Jones now. Look at that. Show it to the camera. Look at this. You mean to tell me that this this guy right here is going to purposely hurt somebody? This may be the goofiest looking guy I've ever seen. Look at Grayson Allen. He's a goofy guy too. No, not really. Not compared to up, this. Pull pull up a picture of Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen.
0: Pull up a picture of Grayson Allen right now. I will tell you. He is a goofy looking dude. I mean, I, I, Grayson Allen Duke, especially. Grayson, Grayson Allen, a dude was a dirty player. But oh yeah, no, he was, I a, will he, was say, a, he was he was so dirty.
1: No, see, see this guy, this guy's got the smirk to him. This guy has a smirk to him, and I don't I don't like it.
0: Go on go on the website to pull it up. Let me just
1: see. I I I don't, I don't like the smirk this guy's giving me right now. Yeah, no. You mean no that he looks rude.
0: Told the camera around. I mean, obviously, I think everyone knows who can I mean he looks like Mac Jones with dead eyes. That's all. No, he doesn't.
1: I mean, kinda. No. He he looks like he I don't know. No, no. Okay. But here, 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 here's here's what I'm trying to say. Mac Jones does not is not the type of guy, the type of guy that is going to purposely hurt somebody. I, I I I honestly really think it's against him. One, because he knew he knows that Belichick would be complete BS if he was like him. intentionally
0: injuring players on, on
1: like the as field. a quarterback do when they're trying to hurt you already I mean you're a rookie you already have a bounty on your head like but what are you doing <laughs> like like he make... also he also milked that milked it yeah. he hobbled off the field saying he was hurt he was hurt but I watched the highlights again and Brian Burns in the first half helped to sack Mac Jones mm-hmm. and it was it was first and 15 and they sacked him it's a five yard loss. And he came up hobbling and his, his ankle, his ankle. So his ankle was already beat up. Yeah. And then Mac Jones didn't injure his ankle. I don't know. So there's, there's that. And two, he thought he had the ball. And three, he, I, when I looked at it, he really wasn't twisting it. It was more of just, he was, the guy was holding onto it because he was like, all right, I'm going to hold onto this guy's foot until somebody comes and tackles him because he has the ball. Yeah. And then he like looks away. He looks at him for a second. He's like, Oh, oh my God, he, he doesn't have the ball. <laughs> Well, the ball's 10 yards away. Yeah. I mean, I I, I don't know.
0: I, I I, don't think Mac Jones was intentionally twisting angles out there. It seemed that when I saw, when I heard about that, I was like, I was like, that's like the wildest headline I think I've ever heard of. Absurd. But from what I remember listening to the game on Sunday, I believe these guys, I, I could be mistaking him with from another player, but I do know that one of the defensive ends for, for the, uh, for the Panthers. And I believe it was Brian Burns used to play against Mac Jones in high school because they ended up showing a, a, a video clip from 2014 of, of Brian Burns and I of what I believe to be Ryan Burns and Mac Jones playing each other in a high school game, high school beef. And and apparently Mac Jones has like a vivid memory of being like really pissed off of Brian Burns, like sacking him and fumbling. So like these guys and like the fact that he's able to remember like a fumble from high school for, for him, which was in 2014, all the snaps he's taken since. But this still like is very, this still like rings true in his mind is like very prevalent. It shows like how toxic high school beef really is. It's the worst. I mean, bro, I've
1: had high school beef
0: before. It sucks. I got,
1: I got, I got people here that, that I go to school with that we beefed in high school. Mm-hmm. And what have, what do I, what do I say to them when I see them? Yeah. Oh, hey, how you doing? Yeah, it's high school, dude. Everybody's changed since high school. I mean, if you're still sitting on something from high school, honestly, I, mean, I think you got a bigger problem. I mean, high
0: know. school beef is literally like the stupidest thing on the planet. Like,
1: well, at- when you grow up, you realize that. Uh-huh. like, you realize what were we fighting over? I don't even remember. Yeah. Two, what, like, just. But I mean, but I mean, just to to see that I
0: I think with I think with like athletics though, a a part of that like angst and like kind of like you know pissed off like like kind of feeling like stays with you, especially since you're still competing. So I think for these guys, like well, uh, yeah, I've,
1: I've had I've had beef in my sport before. No,
0: I know. So I think with these guys, like I think I think it kind of stays with them, and I I think going forward, they're they're probably just like. They're probably just like, oh, we're facing each other again. Like all all that, like all that old, like, like rivalry and stuff is coming back up. So I'm going to be interested to see what happens going forward. I mean, obviously the Patriots and the Panthers, they're not like they're not division opponents or anything. So they're not playing no, they're each not. other often. So, so, yeah, no,
1: they don't play each other for a while. Yeah, pretty not. much for four years.
0: So I'll be interested. I'll be interested to see what happens the next time something like this you know, maybe the next time these two cross paths or whatever happens. So it would most likely happen if Burns was to go to another team because I yeah. think the Patriots are keeping Jones yep. on lock for a good period of time. So it really depends what happens there. I don't know exactly what it's going to look like, but moving on in NFL news, staying in Carolina, however, uh, we have, some, there are some very, very interesting news, which we had to report on and is that super cam is returning to the Carolina Panthers, Cam Newton, Signed a one-year deal worth uh worth up to ten million dollars, four point two five million guaranteed. So Superman, Cam Newton is back in Carolina. And listen, uh, you know what? Good for Cam Newton if he wants to be in. If he wants to be with the Panthers, I mean, he That's kind of he belongs. Yeah, he listen. Cam Newton of kind of won one in the situation because the Panthers ended up releasing him, say, saying saying oh, we have better options. We know what we're doing, and <laughs> we don't think he can do it anymore. And listen, Cam Newton went to the Patriots and it really didn't look like he could do it anymore. But to be frank, it didn't work. But to be frank, none of the Panthers options worked out any better. So. Okay.
1: See, just to pause right there real quick, before okay. we keep going about Cam Newton, Teddy Bridgewater is good. I don't know why they had to get rid of him. He's good. Yeah. He's balling out in Denver right now. He's hey, a Denver. solid quarterback. He's, yeah. No, I don't yeah, know listen. why everybody keeps giving him a hard time. And like, not, I don't not believing he can play anymore. I don't mind Teddy Bridgewater. And I like, I
0: like his story, but the fact that he's getting moved around this much, it, it, it at least says it, it at least, annoys me really. It at least says that the Panthers didn't have faith in him. So, I mean, listen, you, you can talk about, you can talk up Teddy Bridgewater as much as you want, but the Panthers didn't move on from him because they thought they had a better option. And you, you yeah, can Sam you, Darnold. Yeah. You can like Great option. It, like, you can like that reason. And or you, or you don't have to, but the, the Panthers after one year of signing a quarterback to a big contract and it ended up saying, no, we want to get out. And we want to get out from this, which just proves how much of a failure that is. I mean, if, if I think they signed to like what a three, four year contract, if you're trying to get out yeah. of that, the first four, year, I'm
1: pretty sure it's four year.
0: Yeah. If you're trying to get out of that the first year in, that's a major sign of trouble, regardless of how the guy's playing. If you don't think that he can fit with your system, then that's a failure on your part, especially with signing that kind of a contract. So W- whatever they've done at quarterback hasn't been able to, they haven't been able to have the consistency that they had with Cam Newton. Now, mm-hmm. when now, especially, especially with Sam Darnold. Now I w- I was hopeful for a guy like Sam Darnold coming in. I mentioned it earlier on the show. I think that he got absolutely screwed by the jets in, in, in the early part of his career. I think that he got a terrible deal. So I, if you're, if you're a college quarterback, you better pray you don't get
1: drafted by a New York team. It, Let me it, just tell you
0: if you're a college quarterback and you see that the jets have the first pick and you're the projected first pick, I would consider going back another year. Yeah, I this, would too. At this point, <laughs> like, like
1: if, if i are that,
0: if the jets had gotten the first pick, I would have advised Trevor Lawrence to go back to school. Cause I I would have been like, you don't want this. You don't you're want, you don't want that. You're going to ruin
1: your NFL career kid. Like, if you, if you, if you stay here,
0: like, listen, the Jacksonville Jaguars are no prize, but at least, I, I don't know. At least like they're they're, they're At least you're in Florida.
1: I, I guess that's, yeah, yeah. I, I, guess I guess that's the only, upside. I,
0: I, I guess the weather's better. Like, you know, I mean, listen, you're I, playing bad, but at least the weather's nice. At least, yeah, at least the weather is nice. The so stadium you, has a pool. Yeah. You can enjoy yourself. So, I mean, th- that is the one plus, but Cam Newton go, going back to the Panthers. I mean, th- this is a, this is a very, obviously a very interesting move. Personally, this move is all about selling tickets. You think so? All, it's all about selling tickets. Listen, obviously, Sam Darnold is out and injured right now, and they have PJ Walker, who, you know, his last, you know, he's played in some NFL games since, but his last big, big thing football wise was being a starting quarterback in the XFL for the St. Louis Battle Hawks. Huh. That was his last, like, you know, real true thing. So listen, PJ Walker love love him to death he's a he's a great guy i i you know when the xfl came about we were we had a running joke on this show of being a uh of being a of, of us all being saint louis battlehawks fans that was mm-hmm. kind of the running joke early on and down to the wire when you know we had carter adams on the show he was yeah he started off as our quote xfl guru and really, he, the
1: xfl was pretty cool
0: oh it was it was awesome covid covid
1: I mean, COVID co- ruined. Covid ruined a lot. Good.
0: Covid ruined a lot of things, but the fact that it took away the XFL was so atrocious. I mean, it was atrocious. Luckily, we are getting it back next year, which I'm really excited to see how that works really? out. Yeah, the Rock bought it.
1: The Rock bought the XFL. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Wait a minute. I saw that. Yeah. He's a part. He's a co-owner.
0: Yeah. He's a co-owner of the XFL, so that's coming back in 2022.
1: So oh, I'm all for
0: it. I, I I can't wait to talk about the XFL again. That'll be so fun. I'll I'll have to get Carter on to talk about that because that'll just be an amazing joke to have. I think
1: it should be something different, you know?
0: No, it really, it really is.
1: Look, Tom Brady won the Super Bowl again. Come on, dude, just retire. Yeah. But listen again,
0: credit, credit to PJ Walker, where it's due. But at the end of the, at the end of the day, I think this Cam Newton thing is all about tickets because listen, PJ Walker is going to start this Sunday because Cam Newton, you know, regardless of it, regardless of him being in Carolina, there is a new playbook. So and he also hasn't played. So he's going to have to be on the sideline for for like maybe a little bit. But as soon as the opportunity presents itself for him to come into a game, the Panthers are not going to hesitate because, listen, they know what's going to sell tickets because, listen, Sam Darnold's fine. But you bring Cam Newton, which Carolina loves and adores if you bring him back into the fold they are going to sell out and like they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna sell at the stadium so it it doesn't matter how he plays just them seeing him back in a carolina panthers uh, uniform knowing that they're after
1: everything he did for them
0: exactly knowing that there are cam newton panther games ahead he could go out there and suck which frankly i think it I think there's a greater chance that that happens than anything. I think that he could go out this season and frankly, this could honestly be his, his swan song. He could go out this year, play it out. And then, and then he, he says, you know what? I got to go back to Carolina. My options aren't great. I'm going to walk away from the game of football. Yeah. That, that's a possibility. Cause af- too after you have
1: an ego for that, a- after the seat, what's up, I think he's got too big of an ego
0: for that. Why? I don't know. I mean, at- he, I-, I thought, I think, he- I-, I think he would have had too big of an, an ego to walk away after the Patriots. But yeah. if, if he has no, the yeah, if he yeah, has yeah. the opportunity to go back to Carolina, play in football games there, wins with, the Super Bowl w- with his fan. Nah, listen, let's let let's let's get bring it down to he earth wins here. Wins the
1: Super Bowl, he rides off in his sunset. <sighs> oh my god! If if listen with I, the little play sixty kid, <sighs> I I can't
0: or Mac Jones. Yeah, pretty much Mac Jones. But I I I it, there's a chance that Cam Newton could consider this his last season in Carolina, in my opinion. If, if especially if he isn't back to what he is if he if he is if he's what he was in new england and he's just you know riding out in carolina i could see it where he just wants to go out in the city that in the city that took a that took the shot on him at number one
1: so i i yeah i could i could see i I can see why you would say this is for ticket sales but if you look they needed a quarterback real quick Mm. and if you look who's out there who out who's out there for quarterbacks can you even tell me I mean, like Cam Newton, Colin Kaepernick.
0: I mean, yeah, but he hasn't played in like what five years now. Exactly.
1: He's a, he he no get him out. It's not happening. But like, listen, it's not. Cam happening. Newton is a guy that knows the playbook, a guy that's been in championship situations before, a guy who has proven that he can get to the Super Bowl. Mm. He's proven that he can win it because he got. A little, I think he got a little rattled. Quick, mm. he rattled him. Quick, took him out of the game. Yeah, but he's proven that he can take this Carolina team to the promised land. Now. I'm not saying that that's what they expect them to do because there's no way they don't have the team for that. They don't have a team to go play and compete for a Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. They just want to make sure they can get as many wins as possible for the year ends. Yeah. But I'm all for Cam Newton being in Carolina. What's not to love about him going back to the city. He loves love or hate him. You know, good. I'm happy for him. Yeah. But I'm a little sad for my Cam Newton Patriots Jersey, which I should have worn. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I bought a Cam Newton Patriots Jersey. Did you lose a bet or something? Nah, bro. Listen, hear, hear, hear me out. Oh, my God. Hear me out. So do you remember when Dwayne Wade went to the Cleveland Cavaliers? Yeah. And that, I almost bought that jersey. Jesus. That would have because been atrocious. Because Dwayne Wade on the Cleveland. What are you talking about? Everyone sees those jerseys is like, why would you buy that? Yeah. Dude, he was only here for like four games. This is like iconic. This is rare. It's a gem. Oh, my God. Think about it. Cam Newton was only here for a season. Yeah. How many Patriots Cam Newton jerseys are there? Not that many. Yeah, there's, there's more than you think, Tyler. It, it, I, um, I'm just going to pretend he didn't, didn't say that, but there's not that many.
0: Uh, I, I, I'm going to be pretty honest with you there. It, it'd, be, there it'd, be one thing, it'd be one thing if you had a Pat's Tebow jersey. Th- that, would be, that would really My show My friend up. has one of those. That, that, then, then, your fan, then your friend's a die. I got a one.
1: Reggie Wayne Patriots jersey. Okay, that's actually sick. No, I wish I did. That actually would be kind of sick. No, wouldn't it? Yeah, that would be sick. Poor Reggie Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
0: but I'm, I'm happy for Cam he, Newton. He crapped all over the Patriots when he was here.
1: I know. But so did Darrell Rivas. Okay, and he literally won a Super Bowl here. Yeah, who does that? Yeah. Who does that? I have no idea. I'm gonna go to New England, win a ring, and then when I retire, I'm gonna crap on him. Yeah, no. I it mean that makes sense. You know, I mean,
0: hey, get him out. Of here.
1: Yeah, you made him out. You mentioned
0: quarterbacks for possible guys to bring the for guys the Panthers could have brought in. Listen, I think for optics reasons and for selling tickets, Cam Johnny mean, Manziel. No. Oh, okay. Uh, It's a man who is currently listed as retired and just finished up his first season as a, as a high school football coach,
1: Philip Rivers.
0: Yes, he is. He actually has expressed some interest in possibly coming back to the league. Yeah. With the saints, not the Panthers. I mean, but that was saints have an opportunity to win. That was before the Panthers were that's before the Panthers injury arose though. No, he wouldn't go to Carolina.
1: No way. He went to Indianapolis. But Indianapolis was built for to compete. They just needed a quarterback. Granted, I think they could have done a lot better last year, mm. but that's besides the point. He's not. He wasn't going to go to Carolina. If he was going to go anywhere, he's going to go to New Orleans. Go to the, the go to New Orleans. Play with Sean Sean uh, Payton, and Alvin Kamara is down there. Mm. Um, Mike Thomas is down there. What's his name? Uh, Marque- Marquez Callaway. Mm. He's pretty good. He's a rookie, I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah, he's pretty good. He's pretty decent. If mm. you Ask me. Yeah. But anyway, Mark Ingram's back down there. They got a solid offensive line. That's, I think, your key selling point if you're a quarterback, especially if you're Phillip Rivers. Mm-hmm. If you have a good offensive line, that's a huge selling point. He's like, all right, I'm older. I want to make sure I don't get hit as much. And that's going to keep me from getting hit. If I go to Carolina, I'm going to get beat. Yeah. And as you saw, took out uh, Teddy Bridgewater last year. They took him out a couple times. And they already took out Sam Darnold. They take out McCaffrey all the time. But that's just because McCaffrey's, like, made of glass. Yeah. But no, he was not going to go to Carolina because he's old. He was going to get beat up. I stand by that. Okay. I, I mean, listen, you can stand
0: by that all you want. But I, at the end of the day, I think that this Cam Newton thing was mostly for ticket sales. I, I'm going to stand behind that and just oh, say. Yeah. I mean, listen, this is it's all definitely, for.
1: Definitely, definitely part of it.
0: This is all for selling jerseys. I mean, listen, from what I saw in New England, I don't think that Cam Newton can compete at that level anymore. I mean. What we saw in New England was just a complete. Meltdown. Yeah. That's a, oof, Cam Newton got undressed. He he was undressed in New England. I mean, just like as a as an athlete, he just he wasn't Cam. Newton. He wasn't Superman. He was
1: just well, who is this guy? Yeah. And what know. did you do with Cam Newton?
0: Yeah, no, it was like I mean, have you ever seen Thunderstruck? Yeah, yeah. It was essentially it was essentially like that. Like someone took yeah, Cam yeah. Newton's powers, and you know, you just have like the six four the six four quarterback here. Just it's like, just like
1: you complete nothing. He,
0: he's, he's just like I have no ability to do anything right now. be like, Kevin Durant. Do? Exactly.
1: <laughs> Kevin Durant's. I mean, yeah. I uh, holding uh, the nets over. Off topic, but he's the only one holding the nets together
0: at per, this point pretty much. But I think that concludes what we have in in uh NFL news. So, now over into the in into, into MLB. I have one quick headline for you and it is that JD Martinez is back. Obviously, it was announced earlier in the week that Martinez ended up signing or or at least opting into his contract for the 2022 season. So, uh obviously very glad to see all to see this news uh there was a lot of speculation as to whether JD was going to opt out because there's a because a lot of people are saying that the universal DH is going to be coming in 2022 so people thought that it was going to be a greater opportunity for him to maybe land a three three four year contract and you know get get a lot of money from other teams but he ended up seeing the Red Sox as his best option and decided to stay there so I'm I'm psyched by this move I'm, I'm glad that JD's back but it now has me interested as to what's gonna go on the rest of the uh offseason, but your your thoughts first
1: on JD Martinez. Yeah, I love that he's here. Mm-hmm. I love that he's back. What's not to love about JD Martinez? I read something. Let me see if I can pull it up right
0: here.
1: Mm-hmm. JD, JD Martinez, where are you? Where are you? <laughs> All right, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm I'm just reading this. It's, it's it's about his um his one of his uh managers. He said that um obviously 2020 was disruptive for him. Everybody knows that. Yeah, yeah know, short in yeah. season. Mm-hmm. He started working to get his swing back, yada, yada, yada. And he wanted to be the best version of himself to hit free agency. And he thought he would do that after another season with Boston where he's feel comfortable, which is, which is very solid. Yeah. And I, I get that. He wants to make sure he's going to hit the market at the top of his game, yeah. which is whatever any com- man with common sense would do. But apparently, like, the owners uh, of the Red Sox are the support his decision. and They told him they're going to make every effort to make this team more competitive. So he decided to return. Yeah. And he, he, it just shows that he, he, one, he loves the city. What's not to love about Boston? Yeah. Boston, Boston <laughs> gang. He's like, go sacks. But anyway, it, 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 it's, it's, it's nice to see a big star in like a sport come to Boston and be like, whoa, I, I, I accidentally just fell in love with the city. Mm-hmm. You don't see many athletes that come here from other places and be like, wow, yeah, I love this city. Mm-hmm. It's, you're either, you're usually you're drafted here. Yeah, and then and then you eventually are, just and then like, you're like you're like, whoa, I'm too good, I can't leave this place, or else my house is gonna get like egged or something. Yeah, anyway, uh, worse than that, but we can't probably. we can't say that on air. No, we cannot. But Bruce, he's got he's got faith in this team. He's got faith in the front office. They're gonna make some moves. They need to make some moves defensively, especially you know outfield a little bit, maybe maybe one or two moves in the outfield, and then you know this they're they're infield. And pitching, specifically pitching. Yeah, pitching is going to be key for us this uh, this off season. You can't rely on Chris Sale and what was it Rodriguez? What I mean, was his, what was his first name? Again? Eduardo. Eduardo. I'm terrible with names, dude. <laughs> awful, but I get the idea. Rodriguez. Rodriguez pitched great. I hope he's. I hope he's still. He's here. Is he a free agent?
0: Uh, he is most likely going to reject the qualifying offer, and then
1: the Red Sox. Agency.
0: And then the Red Sox are going to try to offer him a Good. deal.
1: Okay. Good. I hope he stays. If he stays, that's good. That means you got two, two, and you got Nathan Valdi. That's three solid pitchers. We need more. <laughs> no, 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 but, 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 but you at least got three. You're not saying it, it's better than one. It's better than two. You got three now expand on that because if you have three already, that is, that's, that's, that's leverage for people coming here. All right. You know, I don't have to be the main guy coming to this place you can know, offer me a good amount of money, and I can, you know, fill, fill in for whatever I need. I don't have to be their ace. Mm-hmm. Chris Sale's the ace. And then there's Avaldi, and then there's Rodriguez. And de- depending on who you, you bring in, you move those names around a little bit. But Chris Sale pretty much stays at the top. Chris Sale is the ace here in, in Boston. But it makes it a desirable place. Yeah. I've, in my mind, I feel like it does because it takes a little pressure off people. We saw what um happened to Garrett Cole. Yeah. And within the Yankees, the pressure got to him a little bit. Mm-hmm. I feel like the pressure got to him a little bit. A little. And you can you can argue all you want. Maybe he's burnt out. Maybe he the pressure got to him. Maybe he had an injury, anything. But for me, I saw that the pressure got to him. And if you have three, three or four solid pitchers that you can 100% rely on, Pavetta too. You got Pavetta. Pavetta's pretty, pretty good. Mm-hmm. He's not he, – he, probably put him fourth on that list. But anyway – so you, you got that. That's just, that's desire. You know, that that's, that's a puts puts the Red Sox in a great position to attract pitchers here. Mm-hmm. I feel like it does. Yeah. Could you mean to tell me you're going to want to go to a team when you're the ace and you're going to have to get relied on all the time? Like, yeah, that's nice. Some people can handle it, but at some point it gets, takes a toll on you, man. Yeah. And Chris sale, Chris sale is a different person. Like, you know, he, he's amazing. He he can handle the pressure. He's shown up before he, won us a world series because he was the, he was the last pitcher standing. Yeah. And he's like, all right, I got this. Showed it. Awesome. Love Chris Sale. Avaldi can do it. Rodriguez showed it this this, this year, this postseason. He showed he can he can put up a fight. Pavetta. Oh my God. We put Pavetta in when we went to extras and oh he pitched lights out. He threw a pitch, started walking off the mound and then they called it a strike. And he's like, I knew it was a strike. It's not coming. Mm-hmm. Makes a desirable spot here in Boston when he got when you got pitchers that you can rely on in the bullpen already or the arm barn, whichever term you want to use. Uh,
0: it, it's the bullpen, or I'm sorry, yeah, no, it is the bullpen, yeah, no, Pete. can't, Pete is not taking that one. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. that, 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 that was the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. Dumbest. Plus, listen, I'm really excited about this move, I like JD coming back but I'm interested to see how the Red Sox one approaches. Now they are saying that they are going to be all in trying to get this talent and do it, do what they can. But at the same time, it seems like they don't want to stray away from their money ball mentality, which frankly, I really hate because I think that again, money ball, it has its uses. It can help you, you know, be financially sustainable down the line and make some, make some choices for, you know, some middling guys. But when it comes to getting like the top region available, if you're the Boston Red Sox and you have the ability to get a guy, I mean, listen, I, I don't, I don't want you going out there and signing contracts that you don't need to sign. I don't need you cashing checks that you can't clear. But if yeah. there's a guy that is worth getting, go out there and get him. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that, that's all I have to really say on that. If, if there is a guy that you can consider within your realm of possibility, go out there and make that move. Go all in on it. Exactly.
1: Because it's it's bo- This is because
0: b- because listen, yeah. I I I don't know what the situation with Kyle Schwarber is going to be because uh, yeah, in, it's a
1: whole different situation.
0: Yeah, n- n- now that we essentially have our DH, are, are they going to bring him back? I mean, I I don't know. Heinblue might might have some more inclined interest in bringing him back because yeah. he 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 even said like, oh, we don't want to like spend all these prospects and get rid of all these guys, but we even spent a big price enough to get our to get our marquee guys and Kyle Schwarber. But at the same time. Kyle Schwarber was traded for the 19th overall prospect in the Red Sox system. That's not a lot in my opinion. I mean, listen, the 19th prospect valuable. He, he was a, I think he was like an a ball pitcher, which is fine. I mean, I don't think you're going to lose all that much, but in Heimbloom's mind, does he, does he value that enough as, 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 Oh, I traded a valuable piece. So I need to go resign him. Or, or does he say, or does he say, you know, at the end of the day, it was an a ball pitcher. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to make my yeah. moves in free agency. Yeah. That's what I'm interested in seeing. Like how much does, how much does Heim, does Bloom value his guys versus, versus his philosophy? Yeah. I think is, it's... is there a guy that he brings in and says, and says, Oh my God, I want, I want this. Like I wanted this guy yeah. and now, and now money's gonna get in the way. Uh, am I going to now go against my philosophy, philosophy, or am I going to, you know, go, you know, or am I going to stick true to it?
1: Yeah. Th- that's well, what I'm interested it's... in seeing. Well, it's nice because this is, the Boston Red Sox we're talking about. Yeah, that's already a desired place to go in my mind. It in itself this is a team that's no matter who's on the roster, they're always competing. They're yeah, they're always, always they're
0: always competing. The ballparks always full, so you know yeah.
1: it's it, it's a it's a great environment to play. Absolutely, a great city. Yeah. I mean what's not to love about that? We sell out we sell out like eve, we sell out like weekday games <laughs> for crying out like two in the afternoon yeah, we like so, sold out. Yeah, it, who they does have, that? they'll have the worst
0: times, but they somehow get they some they somehow get bodies in the park. Exactly. I that's don't crazy. get it. I think
1: that's gonna factor into people coming here. I hope so. I mean, listen. I mean, I would who you mean to tell me you're not gonna want to go play like a team like the Red Sox, like the Yankees, like the Dodgers right now, and like like um like the Lakers, when you go to the NBA, the Celtics, the Patriots, the Cowboys, the 49ers, like there's teams that have these legacies. Bo- Listen, but wouldn't want to do
0: Boston has an incredible legacy. It's and cool. I, and as a fan, I adore it. But I, I always feel with Boston, it's, a they always have the impression I feel to a lot of people of being second fiddle to the Dodgers, to the Yankees, to obviously those two grand franchises. And while I don't, necessarily agree that we are second fiddle and i i believe that we can compete i believe that, other
1: people i, mind I believe different. that
0: we have the funds i believe that we have all this stuff and i think we have a great culture and everything like that yeah but i think in a lot of people's minds it, it's it, it it's like oh well but it's not new york and it's not la and it's not chicago and there's that's a thing that kind of rests in a lot of people's it's not, minds it's
1: not a warm area yeah it's not a great big city no. it's it boston is a big can be a big market but it also can be a very small market. Yes, exactly. It's a big market if you it, make it a big market.
0: Baseball is one of the areas though where it can thrive. So I in baseball it can thrive for free agents coming into Boston. So one like, area that it has been incredibly tough though for is the NBA. The NBA has been incredibly tough with getting athletes into Boston. And Yeah, and I don't know why. It's it's tough. I mean, it's there's but, a, I mean, I think I know why. Yeah, there's a complicated history with with getting guys into Boston but there is, it. it's very, very difficult with that. That's one area where I know it's difficult football. It's, it's kind of middle of the road. It's more flip of a coin hockey. I really have no idea. I don't know enough about the free agencies, stuff in hockey. I don't even know like yeah. how, how that goes about. So baseball is usually your best bet with getting guys into Boston football, yeah. football's a toss up and then basketball's three. So you still can get, get guys like, you know, you can get like the third best, you know, option available. Yeah, so, I
1: mean, even landing JD Martinez was, pretty big
0: yeah exactly so you're able to get guys like that and you know you can get big big market players so it's usually a matter of how much they're willing to put in because so, because i mean listen whether you liked him or not pablo sandoval and hanley ramirez were, were considered big moves yeah. uh, according to what was on the market now did they work out here in terms of what we thought they were going to do <laughs> no no not not even close but when the red sox signed signed pablo sandoval it was like oh my god they went out and they got the guy and like, so they can sometimes go out and gay. they can go out and steal and steal a free agency. It's yeah. not that it's not that it's not that it's impossible. They can get a Chris sale. They can get those guys, but it's a matter of them. But yeah, it's it's the consistency of yeah. it.
1: to kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of help you lean into our next topic a little bit. Yeah. You brought up the Celtics real quick. I did bring up the and Celtics. he said it's it's kind of hard to land people here. And I, I kind of yeah. want to just touch on that real quick before we go into what we're going to talk about next. Yeah. But it's um it's hard I feel like it could be hard to land big free agents here because look at these teams we've had in the past. We yeah. some good, solid, deep teams. Mm-hmm. And they just have not done anything. Yeah. I mean, they're like mediocre. Mm-hmm. Like you look at them on paper you're like, "Oh my god. Isaiah Thomas, MVP front runner, all all this stuff and he averaging like 28 points a game." And then now you got Kyrie Irving came here. The year that Kyrie Gil Gordon Hayward came here. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, but these teams aren't performing. Yeah, what what could be it? That could be something that that leans toward why. Oh, dude, I don't, I don't know if i want to go to Boston. Or why don't you want to go to Boston? And- because look at these teams. They've had they've <laughs> had some solid, skilled teams all around, offensively, defensively, teams, and they just haven't they haven't produced any anything.
0: Yeah, essentially. What, what I've been afraid of with Boston is that they're going to become, you know, talent wise because you have guys like Jason Tatum and uh, yeah, you have guys like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and you haven't, you have those incredible players and they're, you know, the dynamic duo that duo that they are. I'm worried though, that they're not going to figure out, figure it out. And I mentioned on the last show and they're going to become essentially just a better version of what Kyle Lowry and what DeMar DeRozan were with the, yeah. with, with the Raptors. yeah we And it, on that it's time. starting to feel like that because it, It just seems that there's like some sort of stagnation, like Like, a power struggle. There's a power struggle. They don't know. They're, they're, they're trying to compete for themselves right now. They're essentially, they're essentially two Carmelo Anthony's. If you think about it, where Carmelo was with the Denver nuggets and he was all about, you know, his personal accolades, doing things for himself and trying to get all these scoring titles, trying to get an MVP.
1: Uh, James Hart. Exactly. (coughs) Exactly.
0: It it was like that, but you have two of them that are competing equally as hard and they're not really trying to, help each other and, and pass the ball to and each help other the team.
1: Exactly. The stat padding.
0: So they're almost competing. At, Russell Westbrook. They're both, they're almost competing against each other, even though they, I think they're decent enough friends, but they have that competition to be to, to essentially to be, Oh, I want to be the all-star. Oh, I want to get this first team. Oh, I want to take the game winning shot. Exactly. So that eventually comes into play. And what I'm, what I'm worried about is it's going to take these guys till maybe they're 32 years old to where, to, to where they realize, Oh, wow, I've gotten all these accomplishments.
1: But I haven't even but I haven't been able to make it into the NBA finals. No. And then you got like, I remember I talked about it last time. You got Clay Thompson, and Steph Curry. Those guys haven't figured out. Yeah, they're literally the same person. They but they, they will do whatever it takes to win. They don't exactly. Care. Steph Curry doesn't care if he scores two points or
0: there was 100 points. I think there was a meme one time of Clay Thompson. I think he had like what, like nine points one time, but he's sitting on the bench smiling away. He had five yeah, fouls Yeah, because Curry had like 52 points. Yeah. So so he didn't care because they were winning and he, he ended up exactly I'm saying, saying, you know what? Curry had the hot hand that night. I'm going to feed him. I'm going to go out there and do what we need to do to win. And And that's what it should be. And feed the hot hand. Exactly. So that's what I'm afraid what's going to happen with, with these guys. I think there needs to be some, something that clicks with them and and makes them go, Oh, wow. There is something bigger, bigger than all of this. And what, what I, I, and to now kind kind of transition into that topic that you were mentioning, it was that, you know, it's tough to bring guys into Boston. And a lot of the time, the way we have to do it is via trade. We had to get, we had to trade for, we had to trade for Kevin Garnett. We had to trade for, I think, Ray Allen as well. And we had to bring those guys in here to set up a big three. The only
1: big name that I could think of that we brought in was Gordon Hayward. That's we brought
0: it. in Gordon Hayward. We brought in Al Horford, I guess you could consider. Yeah, Al Horford. Another we traded name. for Kyrie Irving. Yeah, we traded for Kyrie Irving. A lot, of the, a lot of the big names that we brought in here recently have had to be via trade. Yes. regardless of how it is, and because it, it's just tough to make an appeal to bring guys into Boston. It's just not the area that they not want the to come. Desired
1: place because all these guys want to. Go I mean, out,
0: I, out West. I would fire the Celtics marketing team. I don't know what they're what they're pitching to these players, but it's not working. So, Bup-kiss. but with when it on the topics of trades, uh, 76ers GM Daryl Morey is currently in a. Heck of a bind right now. He's trying to find out how he can get how he can get Ben Simmons out of Philly, and I guess he ended up bringing the Celtics line. And according to Shams Charania, Daryl Morey, you know, was he ended up calling the Celtics, got got Brad on the phone and said and said, hey, we want to trade, we want to give you guys Ben Simmons and Brad. Yeah. And Brad and Brad was probably 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 like, okay, so what's the deal then? And this man proceeds to say, all right, we want Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart. Robert Williams and a protected first round pick in exchange for Ben just straight up. Oh no. Ben Simmons and Danny green. We'll throw in Danny green. You know what Brad did? He hung up the phone. He ended up saying, I'm not dealing with this BS because listen, Ben Simmons, regardless of where, of where he stands, he's no one wants him anyways right now. He's he's a diva. I can't. His Oh, okay. Ben Simmons. I'm
1: going to find something for you. And we'll I mean, ready.
0: listen, Ben Simmons has all the leverage in in deciding how a trade goes at this point. He can decide how much, you know, listen, Daryl Morey has no real power in this. Whatever a team offers for him, he's most likely going to have to accept for Ben Simmons. I mean, I if, if the Celtics, if the Celtics went through with that deal, I, there would be, there would be, like pitchforks, like you know, going outside the TD Garden of, of how bad of a deal it is. Oh, I I, I love this. Yes, yeah, so, this is this is. So, this is, so you I, have I'm just looking this up. So, so you this have this Ben is, Simmons scouting report. Okay. I, I love okay, this. I saw go. a TikTok of this Ladies the other day.
1: Here we go. I'm about to read you Ben Simmons scouting report coming out of LSU. I
0: love this. I I have seen this before. I'll, so I'll have you show says, it to the camera at some point.
1: It, so it says Simmons' lack of competitive competitiveness in crucial games has raised questions about his character. Those who know him best say he needs to he needs things to revolve around him on and off the court. And then he's often been close minded to coaching and instruction now to put it, to put it into simple terms. He doesn't like it when the intention's not on him. He doesn't like it when he doesn't get the ball. If he's not getting the ball, he's just going to sit in the corner and whine and cry. So basically he's OBJ 2.0 <laughs> and he doesn't, if the, he can't shoot. And when the coach says, all right, Ben, let's, we're going to step aside from practice. Just you and me, we're going to go work on your shot. And he's going to be like, no, no, I don't want to do that. I, I'm good at everything else. Why would I need to work on my shot, dude? Literally, Giannis Antetokounmpo is working on his shot. He's not. He's knocking down some floaters, and some some three. He, he can knock down a three if he need it. It's gonna be ugly, but he could. Ben Simmons can't shoot at all, and he, it's a problem because you get a Ben Simmons the ball. Where's everybody gonna go? Right to the paint, because that's the only place he's gonna go. Is he gonna dunk on you? No, not if there's seven guys standing in front of you.
0: Yeah. I mean, listen, Ben Simmons and his antics—yeah, his antics have always just sent me over the hill,
1: and I, I, I can't with it anymore. And I don't want him here. Yeah, no, I, I want a guy that works. hard. It, Boston is filled with a bunch of people that no work one, hard.
0: No, every, I knowing Boston fans, they would boo Ben Simmons the second he's on. They'd the probably court. boo the entire team. Yeah, they, they would. They would want Brad. They would want Brad Stevens fired for even like for even thinking about that. So I and think adding
1: three three key players for the Boston Celtics and a pick and a pick a protected. I mean, listen,
0: if you had to think of a deal for, for Ben Simmons, you could get, if I had to trade for Ben Simmons and it was just on the table that, that it's like, okay, we're trading for Ben Simmons. I ended up talking with Andrew Baron, who who you you had a, we you yep. you were on the show with him a couple of weeks back. Yes, sir. So he, he actually, so in his mind, this is what he said he would do as a deal for as a deal for Benson's. He said I would do Marcus Smart, either Lankford or Langford or you know a Knee Smith or one of those guys and a pick. That 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 that's he said that's as much as he would go, and I think that's the most you could get out of a guy like that. You're not trading Rob no, Williams not. and getting all of those guys. As soon as you say Jalen Brown, it's over.
1: As soon as you say for me, it's as soon as you say Marcus Smart, it's over. I mean, listen, I'm not doing Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart is one of the best defensive players in the league. You need that. He's, one of, you got two he's one of the best tunes. defensive players in the league. But
0: uh, li- listen, it, in the idea of trading for Ben Simmons and wanting that value, that's the most value I would be what even value? willing.
1: That- what, what value are you talking about?
0: in terms of in terms of the value that he's built up just being that being the guy he is ben simmons value what are you talking about that's the most you'd be willing to get for him out of me i wouldn't be i wouldn't give up anything for this guy this
1: guy's this guy's a bum i don't want him but if but if you're talking about i can't you the 76ers are stuck yeah nobody wants this guy yeah nobody wants he honestly diva you know i i i would i I what why would you want this guy no one should please please tell me if you're bro, okay look at me right now you're a gm you're a gm of the uh give me give me a team the jazz okay you're you're the gm of the utah jazz and you see ben simmons is on the trade block what goes through your head as a gm there's nothing on my team i want to give up for him Just there's, there's if, if, if i'm the gm and someone goes ben simmons on the trade i go huh? Eh, good luck good luck trading him yeah, I'm like, I'm like giving up my team. I'd, I'd 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 rather waste waste three first round picks, just drafting players, than risking this goon because he still doesn't because he still doesn't freaking shoot, dude. He's been voted the All Star game twice. Yeah, because his name is Ben Simmons. That's it. That's all that's, that gets him in there. That, that's literally
0: the only thing that gets him in. If there. he was taken in the middle of the draft, no one would care about him right now. It's because he's the first overall pick. No, yeah. And he was drafted a front of Jalen Brown and Lonzo Ball. No, Lonzo Ball was in next year. No, he wasn't. No. Lonzo Ball was in but Tatum's was draft.
1: Brandon Ingram. There you go. It was Brandon Ingram. Because in the next year, it was Fultz, Ball, Ball, Tatum. Tatum. Right. You are right. Mm-hmm. All right. Ingram. Jalen Brown. Studs. I haven't been... Only one of those guys has been voted to an All-Star game. Yeah. But I think... Jalen Brown has been a little underlooked, but he's mm-hmm. been getting better every year. But Brandon Ingram balled out last year for New Orleans. Balled. Was it last year? Or it before? Either way, he's been balling out Yeah, for New Orleans. I think he's in the right situation now. He needed a small market. That guy's balling in a small market. Good for him. Happy to see it. Good guy. Great player. Ben Simmons. Yeah. You're a joke, dude. Yeah. He's a joke. No one wants him. You I, can't be in the NBA and be close-minded to coaching – and instruction and can you can't be getting mad when the ball does not get in your hands you have Joel Embiid on your team Joel Embiid is one of the best players in the league let alone the best big men in the league mm. I mean listen like
0: I, I don't want anything to do with Ben Simmons at this point I know there's nothing I want from him at this point and Frankly, I think that he's. Get him away. I mean, listen, the Philadelphia 76ers are screwed. And eventually they are going to realize that they're going to have to trade this guy for penning us on the dollar. And any team that gives him, that gives up anything above that is literally just throwing away your players because you're getting a guy that is just a cancer to your locker room. But exactly. Uh, but going from there, Tyler, it is now 8 30 here in the Koffler Center. And it is time to now say that we are now down to the wire. So obviously, we're going to go through everything we talked about this episode and we will send you guys on your way into the weekend and first of all we started off by talking about the fact that this is the 100th episode of down to the wire an incredible accomplishment the fact that uh i didn't think 100 episodes was ever going to even be possible so the fact i mean i remember recording the 50th in in here literally just before summer break so the fact that i've done 50 more episodes you know just over the course from may till now is incredible uh it's you know I've, i've obviously ramped up the amount of episodes that i've done since i remember when COVID hit i Didn't do a show. I did one show. I did a quarantine special, and then I did not do a single show till I got back quarantine. Till I got time, yeah. I didn't do a single show till I got back to campus in the fall. I just gave it a break, and then for winter break, I did not do a show for that entire winter. But since then, my goal—I I haven't met it every week. Has been to do two shows a week for you guys, Wednesdays and Fridays, and get up an episode at least twice a week. That has been my goal. I've tried to do it as much as possible. I've, in my opinion, I've succeeded more than I failed.
1: So that has been something that i'm glad about just to speak on your 100th episode right now i remember when i met you dude yeah i met you in management 201 i was sitting in the i was sitting in the class i walked in yeah, and yeah. you sat in you sat down and you're like hey what's up man you act i you talk talking to me like you knew me for 5 years I'm like this kid this is my kind this is my kind of guy yeah and you were talking to me and we were just talking for a while oh sports 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 cool mm-hmm. okay and you're like yeah dude i got a radio show i'm like no way he's like yeah, I got, but I got a, you know, I got a, um, I was like, Oh, what are you doing after this? Something like that. He was like, yeah, I got a class. I'm like, Oh, what class you got? He was like, um, uh, another com class in cough I go, Oh no way. Who's it with? He goes, Montecalvo. I'm like, Oh my God, dude, I'm in your class. And he was like, get out of here. We just hit it off. Yeah. Great. It's been a great, this guy's a great kid. If it, I don't know, I don't know if anybody out there has hundred percent met this kid. He's a great guy. This is a great, great show to listen to. he, makes a lot of key points and hundred episodes, man, that's accomplishment in itself. And I'm proud, I'm proud, proud to call a friend, proud to call him partner here on the, on the show. And I I'm proud of him. hundred episodes. is just a, a huge, huge accomplishment, huge milestone. Likewise, man. Because I'm go- let I'm- me tell you, did you really think you'd get to hundred? I mean I, I had no idea where exactly go with it. Did not I, know where I, I, I did the balls rolling and I didn't just,
0: just I didn't even think that I I would have been counting episodes. I I, I had no yeah. idea how many I would be doing because I didn't know I wasn't I didn't have the idea of even counting them. That's how yeah. little it meant to me at the time. But then once I really got into it and really dedicated it, oh, yeah. that's when it got big for me.
1: No, so, dude, this is this is cool. I'm I'm one, I'm glad you asked me to come on here that mm-hmm. first time. I, I can't tell you how how excited I was. Told like all my friends, I'm like, oh my god, like, you're not gonna believe this, and they're like, that is awesome, proud of you. I'm like, yeah, it's on going on. The best part of it is going on with a good kid, mm, good, absolutely great, great kid, consider him a very good friend at this point. And I just, I'm speechless because 100, 100 episodes is. That was awesome. Thank Proud you of so them. much,
0: man. I appreciate it. Well, obviously, that
1: was a great that was a great thing that we were able
0: to cover during the course of this episode, and as well as well of uh, we were also able to talk about OBJ going to the Rams, the Panthers defensive end Brian Burns essentially putting out a. Putting out kind of a, a bounty. Yeah, a bounty on but, Mac Jones. But, but
1: it put a target on
0: Mac's back. He really did there. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how things go this weekend against uh, Miles Garrett and, and company when they roll the Davion in. Davion Clowney. Yeah, that's going to be uh, a nasty front seven. It's going to be very interesting to see how they uh, how Mac Jones handles them this Sunday. I don't know if there's going to be a little extra angst like on, on, on Cleveland side. Uh, we also talked about Cam Newton going back to the Carolina Panthers and everything involved with that. We talked about J.D. Martinez opting into his final year of the, of his Red Sox contract. And finally we wrapped up talking about Daryl Morey giving the worst trade offer I've ever seen for Ben Simmons to to the Boston Celtics Understatement. and promptly getting hung up on by Brad Stevens and Brad, you're, you're, you're proving you're a mass hole every day, man. Uh, love it so much. Love it. I, I love this move so much. So, Thank you, Brad, for, for keeping us all sane here, and thank you guys for so much for listening in all for all these episodes. And if you guys are not following down to the wire yet, it's our 100th episode, so you might as well do so. We're available on Spotify, we're available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, anywhere you guys can find you know podcasts and radio shows in general. But the main hub you can reach us through is our Instagram. You can find that at down.tothewire the wire on Instagram. Again, at down dot to the wire. Thank you guys so much for listening to our 100th episode and from down to the wire, I'm Brian Costa and I'm Tyler Stringfellow and we will see you guys next time. Take care.